great future. We're talking real money. Hello, I I want to give you a phone number first. It, it's 855-935-TALK. Call us. I'm Don. That's Tom. Um, now, now that I got that out of the way, what did I do to make China mad? Oh, I'm sure many, many I, things. Uh, the list is long, but probably fair. Apparently, I made China mad because they're aiming their spacecraft right at my house. The one that's oh, entering the, the atmosphere. Uh, this is the one that's falling today, right? It's yeah, coming down somewhere today. The Chinese today. Yeah, giant right. stick rocket or whatever they call it. Yeah. Big, All right. Well, SpaceX just had one land big, here in Washington last honking. month. I, I literally, some guy, there's some astronomer guy on Twitter. And he put out a map, a tracking map, with the four likely places, paths that this rocket will take when it reenters the atmosphere tonight, Saturday and, night. And yeah. one of the four literally mm-hmm. goes right over my house. So there's a 75% chance you will not be impacted. Right. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure I'm clear on the numbers here. Watch, this is what we watch, do I, I, have a, watch I, have, I have a better chance of getting hit by a rocket <laughs> than winning a lottery. <laughs> Or or, or or seeing or, your investments go up exactly. by twenty six thousand percent in <laughs> or, one year, or, or something or like buy, that, or buying Dogecoin, oh, or another wacky things people are doing with their money that are that are by the way making the Federal Reserve nervous. Which yeah, then you start to wonder a little bit, right? Because yeah, because they're oh, used that was to all Alan kinds Greenspan. of stuff. Greenspan was the one who talked about uh, what uh, irrational exuberance. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So, well, we're seeing some of that again. Did you know that cryptocurrencies now are worth as much as all of the U.S. dollars in actual circulation? Two trillion dollars. That's the value of all of the all coins. the currencies out there. Yeah, the cryptocurrencies. Yeah, okay. Do you know what the value of all the gold today. out there is as of today? What's the yeah, value of one? all the gold? 2.6 like 2. 2. Oh, 2.6 trillion. 2. 6. Okay, so cryptocurrencies are almost as valuable as gold and yet you can you can hold a billion tons of them in your hand a billion bitcoins not tons billion bitcoins in your hand you can hardly hold like you know a, 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 a couple of thousand dollars worth of gold it's ridiculous yeah and by the way well i mean that that might seem Tens but here, here those to those of us here on the east side, our homes have gone up about that much in the last two months, too, so that we've had the same effect, right? Uh, that makes, by the way, the Federal Reserve nervous. Well, They're talking about vulnerable. I love this quote. Vul- no. Vulnerabilities associated with elevated risk appetite are rising. <laughs> vulnerabilities associated. This is so pretty, the way they put that. Uh, why don't they just say, hey, we might be in for a big crash here sometime soon and in this they they, well they talk about prices may be vulnerable to quote significant declines uh should the risk appetite fall the risk i was always hoping my appetite would fall but it has never worked out no in fact it's worse (laughs) as i get older uh but they talk about all here's the thing okay this is the reason i bring this up is uh i feel like we are at irrational exuberance i'm not telling you to run out and sell stocks but i'm telling you there's a lot of weird Home prices up twelve percent, right? Lumber is up a hundred percent in the last year. Um, they're saying, by the way, the Federal Reserve says the available data suggests that hedge funds are highly leveraged. <laughs> the, avail- <laughs> the, the available data. What are they whispering to people in the men's room or women's room, whatever? I mean, they don't know how hedge funds are invested, but 
The question is, you as an investor, someone your 401k or IRA, what do you do with that information? I I truly don't know. What do you do with that information? Well, Nothing. I mean, you, you can't do anything with it. Can you? Am I missing something? Well, no, you, you could do something. You could sell your riskier assets, right? Yeah, but you then what do I do with them? The Bitcoin, you could sell stocks. You oh, could those, sell yeah. Well, stuff. okay, hold yeah. on, hold on. Is Has Bitcoin suddenly become an asset class? Not for me. No, it's not. In fact, my wife was asking me at lunch, she goes, do I own Bitcoin in my Vanguard funds? I said, no, no, it is not an asset class. You do not own Bitcoin in Vanguard funds. Well, but if you ask advisors, by the way, this is from uh, Jason Zweig's new article today. He cites someone called Bitwise, Bitwise Asset Management, a cryptocurrency investment firm, recently surveyed 1,000 financial advisors and brokers, found 17% of those who don't already put clients' assets into digital currencies say they probably will do so in 2021. That is up, by the way, from 7% last year. And they asked them why. Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. What do you, why do you think advisors say, why would, why would we want to add digital currency? Oh, I'm guessing it's because everybody else is doing it. Well, it's, that is one clients are asking for, but the other one was they want to offer something new to their clients. Something new. Something yeah. that literally doesn't even exist. Oh, wait, you want to know how literally it doesn't exist? When we get back from the break, I want to tell you all the places you can spend Bitcoin in Bellevue. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hi, I'm Don. That's Tom. This is Talking Real Money. Our phone number is 855-935-TALK. We love answering your questions. We do them all the time, and it's really easy. Just call us, 855-935-8255. And I know we spend some time talking about cryptocurrencies, but you guys have gone nuts. Nuts, 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 nuts. Dogecoin, a cryptocurrency that is accepted in tens of places nationwide. (laughs) <laughs> yes. The total is 1,300 businesses nationwide that accept Dogecoin. Let's see, divide that by 50 and states. do you know they make Dogecoin? They make new Dogecoin every day, so it's being diluted? I don't understand. But here's the thing. Let's talk about Bitcoin but, for a minute. Bitcoin is the one yeah. that, that everybody thinks is the the real one. This is the real thing. It's others, eh, not so much. Here you go. If you... Now, let's talk about the U.S. dollar. There are $2 trillion U.S. dollars in circulation. In Bellevue, Washington, you can literally spend your dollars at thousands of locations. Is that pretty correct, would you guess? Thousands that of places? Is, I think that's correct, yeah. And, and especially now since things are reopened, yeah. you can probably darn so near go anywhere. You can probably yeah. find at least 1,000 places that will accept your dollars. Sure. How about you want to go shopping with your Bitcoin in Bellevue? The, the coins are burning a hole in your pocket. They're burning you a hole in your pocket. You're dying to go out. Well, first thing, first thing you can do is you can head down 8th Avenue yep. and stop off at Cub Coffee. They'll take your Bitcoin for a cup of coffee. Now, 
depending on the price of the Bitcoin, that coffee could cost you anything from like 12 cents to $30,000, depending on the day, because Bitcoin. Flows. So do they, do they look at it every moment then? I don't know how, how do, that works. How do you do that? And there's oh, got to be oh, a trade. No, it's up. It's down. It's down. Yeah, no, I mean, the coffee's, oh, I can't. Okay, so you can spend it at Cub Coffee. You can spend yeah. it out there uh, on the east side of Bellevue, uh, on 33rd, at a place called Just Justin. I guess it's just Justin Bieber them. merchandise or something. Oh, I see. Just I, Justin. I'm okay. guessing. That was just a guess. Yeah. Uh, there's the eastsidewineclub.com, so you can buy it, you go online and buy wine. And finally, when you're worn out from that incredible shopping trip throughout and Belgium, the coffee. you're mm -hmm. ready to go get your muscles realigned, you can go get Rolfed. They have now, Rolf to me makes something Rolfing. different. <laughs> Where I come from, that had something to do with the digestive system no, being unhappy no, with what you put in it. No, it's rebalancing your me. structural chi well, or chai or free or fry or something. It's that moving. sounds about the same, yeah, though I just said. It's a, <clears> it's a <throat> form yeah, it's coming of up. massage. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know. But that's it. Is there it you go. Like that the is, by the way, the four places in the city of Bellevue in which you can spend Bitcoin. Now, I, the question is, you couldn't get fed much there, right? Because you're only you can, in one well, place. Well, maybe you can get Cubs. See, at Cubs. Probably has a sandwich or something, uh, right? They have, no, it looks like it's coffee and kombucha and uh, cold brew nitro. That's, yeah, no. May, they might have a snack. You know, you could peanuts or cashews. Be they'd be organic. Cashews, uh, well, that comes in handy when you do the Ralphing later, I guess. But uh, still, I, this is the point I'm trying. This is from a uh, an organization called CoinMap.org that maps all the businesses that say they take Bitcoin. Is there something wrong with Bitcoin as a currency to you yet? Do you see anything wrong with it? Now, my guess is you could probably spend it at a lot of places that aren't going to be listed here, but they're going to tend to be illegal drugs, guns, prostitution, you know, that kind of stuff. It does seem to come up in a lot of those shows where they're dealing with the narcos or somebody else where here, here's your little thing of $12 billion in Bitcoin or We whatever, just saw that the in zero, zero, yeah. zero, that, zero. That's uh, what I was thinking of. Yeah, where they hand them a little thing, there's your money. It's like, what? what is that? Yeah. I didn't know what that was. So why are you, the, the real question is now, why are you buying Bitcoin or, or Ruffles or uh, Rhinos or Doges or, you know, why are you buying these things? Why are you getting into them? You, you, there's a real good answer to that. Well, the, the real good answer is it's new, it's exciting, it's something I got to be part of, and I don't want to miss no, out. Yeah. Well, it's actually two words. FOMO? FOMO YOLO. And greed. Oh, greed. Okay. Yeah. I greed. mean, because you're up, what is it, Dogecoin's up like 26,000% in, in the last six nine months. months, months last six months, okay, six up 26,000%. Pardon me. I don't want to cut anything off yeah, that's a pretty good run, you know, and from where I come from. even the but. guy, I read an interview with the guy who started Dogecoin, and he said, all I've gotten out of Dogecoin so far is this big jar of Nutella. Um, he <laughs> Does said, he have one of those shirts? All he, I got from Dogecoin <laughs> was this large. He has a website called Mexico. Nutella for Dogecoin, and mm. like you could shop for it there, but no, he doesn't actually sell it. It, and the guy said, "When it I becomes, still like the original nutty peanut butter, so go ahead with your Nutella, but that's fine." Well, it's new age. It's, it's chocolate. It's not. It's, it's not. Chocolate yeah, it's and not. I know, it's not healthy at all. No, I don't like it. It's like chocolate. At any oil. rate, so okay. So your point to all of this is that what if you're an investor, doing? what are we doing? 
Well, but okay, but let's talk about some other... Are we crazy when it comes to stocks right now? I mean, bidding them up the way we have? Only, the S&P 500 is up about 13%. I, you know, and that I can't answer. I know that stocks go up and they go down, but that they've tended to go up more than they go down or have gone down. So I can't, in aggregate, say it's ridiculous because I, I can't know that. But what I can say is it is ridiculous to go out and buy individual small stocks thinking you're going to get a GameStop-type spike that you can recognize and sell out at the right point before it goes right back down again. And I think more important question to you is when, I think it was up, up to like five or six years ago, about 10% of the trading volume on Wall Street was done by individuals. The rest was done by institutions. institutions. Yeah. yeah, mutual funds, hedge funds, et cetera. Now that's, that is starting to flip. You got about 30% of the trades or so are done by individuals. That to me is nerve wracking because no offense to the amateurs. And if you're among them, God bless. I hope it all works out. But that's but, the part where I get nervous. But please, please, whoa. all of you amateurs, would you please recognize your amateur status? Just because you've done well recently doesn't mean you're. I, and I read some of these things, like in Zweig's article, where you got yeah, these well, kids. Yeah, that's what I was getting to. You got these kids yeah. talking about that. Oh, I'm a, I'm a seasoned investor. Well, no, they're educated. She used the word educated. Oh, she's gotten yeah. an education because yeah. she's read some stuff online. She ain't. She ain't seen nothing yet. Her real education. <laughs> she ain't been to jeans class yet. Her real education is when this stuff goes straight down, which it's going to yeah, do no, to you. Yeah, no, right. Yeah, that that's the part people don't realize. But here's, I think, another big takeaway still that, that, that Jason points out in his article, which we, by the way, still think is the one column you should read every week, period. He points out that even if you have a professional helping you, they get caught up in all of this fear of missing out you only live once whatever whatever you want to use whatever accurate that they, they, they get caught up and say i got to be part of this and you should not be and you should not be taking their advice because that's going to cost them and you in the long run i want to talk more about that pandering is what i call it pandering to the client 855-935-TALK is our phone number 855-935-8255 give us a call we'll talk about your life and your money. Tom and Don are talking real money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hmm. During the break, I was looking for some other places to spend my Bitcoin. Okay, I don't really have any Bitcoin. I never will have any Bitcoin. Uh, you it, lost it. You had it, and then I you lo you lost it. the key, the code, the whatever it is that you to have it. No, okay. Somewhere on the I ninety bridge, <laughs> it shows the location. <laughs> I, I didn't know they you could, you could do business on the I ninety bridge. Pull over to but the side. Apparently, yeah, help seed, yourself. Seed City is over there on the I ninety bridge, and they're selling CD City. Seed City. They're selling cannabis oh, seeds seed for Bitcoin. Ah. So they hope to get you, you know, a little bit delirious, a little crazy, and maybe right. you'll part with more than more you should point. or something. Or, okay, all right. Yeah, and speaking Lovely. of being a little crazy, um, we believe that a financial advisor, and by the way, let's just talk about that term for a minute. It is utterly meaningless. It applies. Anyone can call themselves a financial advisor. You can call yourself a financial advisor. You, I don't care if you, you know, you work the drive-up window at Jack in the Box you can be, if you want to be, a financial advisor. 
It's it's totally legal. You could say, hey, everybody, I'm giving free financial advice at the window. I'm a financial advisor. Hi, I'm Jack. Can I give you financial advice along with your order? Uh, you can do it. Anybody can do it. But here's the thing about people who provide financial advice. We believe, one, they should always be registered investment advisors, not stockbrokers, not insurance agents, not financial advisors. But we also Good. believe that they should give advice that is always best for you, not necessarily what you want. And this is the rub, right? You get people that are duly registered. They call themselves fiduciaries, which is what you referred to at the, the first. Uh, and then they're also registered as brokers. <laughs> they sell you products. And in a few minutes, we'll talk about one of those wonderful products. It's very mm -hmm. helpful. But here's the part that I hate. They have a tendency, because they're human beings, if you call them up and you say, gosh, I've missed out on 26,000% run-up in the I got to do something. Many of them, we know this, the study just came out and said, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of these advisors say, you're right, We, I can get you into X. I could make you more money in Y. Or if, if you're in a mutual fund that the, where the performance hasn't been very good, is that the advisor says, you're right, That's let's get out of that. I got another fund to move into without telling you, by the way, that you face a commission for doing so. But the thing is, an advisor should, they got to be able to tell you and practice this. What, what you do is you put your tongue against your two top teeth. No, no, bad no, idea. No. no, 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 no. Yeah, you're right. You do have to put the tongue behind the back. They have no. Yeah. They have to do things that are uncomfortable for you. That's their job, right? They aren't, they shouldn't always be agreeing with you. And a good advisor, for example, last spring, this time last year, was selling bonds, buying stocks. It's even in this I article. Read, I, I thought and about I like, that when I go. read That's this exactly, article. Yep. It, it that uh, it says ask your advisor if they yeah. were selling bonds and buying stocks in March. And what were we doing, Tom? We were selling bonds and buying stocks. We were not selling stocks. This no. is the part that because no. people were calling, saying, "I gotta get out of the market. The market's going down." Guess no. what? We told everybody. Got to do the other thing. We told you no. If yeah, you were one you of our clients, we told you no. How rare is that in this industry? It's very rare. Very rare. You don't want to Sadly. tell your client no because guess what? The customer is always right, except in yeah. this business, they're rarely right. As, as a matter of fact, in the financial services industry, in the financial advice industry, in the investing industry, the customer is usually wrong. Yep. Yeah, well, a their information, what they're what they're paying attention to, is probably incorrect. And then the other part is, <laughs> I love this. I go on my intuition, Don. My intuition tells me blank. And Jason, we mentioned Jason's wife, wrote that great book, Your Money and Your Brain. You need to read that book because it'll show you that your intuition basically on most money decisions is exactly the opposite of what it should be, usually. Today, what, what what's your intuition telling you? I got to get into this. I got to buy more stocks. Well, I got to be in Bitcoin. I got to I got to get going. Okay, you on the Bitcoin side, the but you know, way. on the other side, on the on the stock, people's going. Well, it's a bubble. It's a bubble. It's a bubble. I should sell. Don't we don't. Know. We don't know. We can't yeah. know. So don't think you can know, and don't think that anybody does know because nobody knows nothing. Nothing. They have no clue about the future. It is not possible. Oh, Tom, I found a new place to spend. You got to go over to Seattle. Ah. You got yeah, to go how to much? Seattle, but over on Where? South Washington, Fuel Sports mm. Bar, they take Bitcoin. You can go over and have a drink I'm after gonna, the show. I'm gonna, 
Okay. I we're going to blow, all, and your, we're gonna blow all your Bitcoin tonight. <laughs> I gotta find it first. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I lost the key. 855 935 talk. Call us. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com. We're talking real money. Well, once again, it's Talking Real Money, the radio show, soon to be the podcast. I'm Don McDonald over there, 3,000 miles away, but I'm pointing right at him, is Tom Cock. I have the longest finger. Pointing right to you. Pointing very accurately right there. Did you give the phone number? No, but I'm going to do that right now. Once again, the number is 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. Is it a nice day there in Seattle? It, you know, it's kind of partly cloudy. I, I'm going to uh, get out and mow the front lawn uh, this afternoon for in honor of Mother's Day tomorrow, having a little get-together. First time the whole family will be around for a long time. So, Well, last night, Debbie and I went to a place. Uh, there's a little restaurant near us, We just down the street, and we used to go there like once a week. You know, it's a place we'd go and have a yeah. flatbread or a salad or something and a drink. And uh, we went there last night for the first time since COVID. So a year and a couple Man, months, maybe? Yeah. And the was world, it busy? It was busy, and their yeah. menu had changed, and everybody we used to know there had quit, and it was a totally different place. It's like being and in a time take, machine. And they did not did they take, take Bitcoin. Bitcoin? But no they, Bitcoin. They okay. did have the little cool little handheld things where you can do your Apple Pay on the table. Do they take cool. wooden nickels from the Great Depression? No. Okay. I don't. I, you could, based you could on use the age of, of most of those servers, they wouldn't even know what one was. <laughs> Probably wouldn't know what the Great Depression was. Eight five five. They would say, "Was that that thing back in two thousand eight? The Great Depression." Oh yeah, yeah that was. Eight five five nine three five. Talk eight five five nine three five eight two five five. Call us with your questions, or you can send them in at talkingrealmoney.com like this gentleman did. And his topic is, "What the heck is a TFRA?" And I think everyone's asking themselves that question now. Good afternoon. A friend of mine came across an advertisement on social media for Aware Investors United TFRA. Aware Investors. Oh, United. United. Okay. You know, they're yeah. not Aware Investors separated. They're Aware Investors United. Um, and he goes on to say the website, I'm looking right here at their website, awareinvestorsunited.com. The website looks really shady. No prospectus or any real information. Smells like a scam, or worse, an annuity. <laughs> now, this is what the person wrote to you. Yes, this is the note. Okay, I thought that was you. Uh, no, this okay. is the yeah. person. This person's funny. Yeah. Uh, I told my friend <laughs> to worse. stay away until I can get a definitive answer from someone reputable like you. Can you please look into this? Thank you. <laughs> and I don't know what that is. I've never heard of it. Well, because I have a degree of OCD about stuff like this, I don't like to just go, okay, and look at the website and go, eh, I'm going to guess. A TFRA is something that they call 
a lot of people in the insurance industry now are calling a tax-free retirement account to make it sound official. That but sounds isn't like that a, a real Roth? thing? Isn't a, isn't a Roth no, a tax-free sir, no, retirement sir, investment? No, sir. That is a, that is a Roth I'm individual that, retirement account. You see, they wanted to come up with a, uh, a, a, a term that sounds official like IRA, like individual retirement account, but ah, TFRA. So you could say TIFRA, oh. a TFRA. Oh, they're selling a TFRA. Do you have a TIFRA, Martha? Funny, no, I don't have a TIFRA. Funny thing about it, here's what they say on their <laughs> yes. website. I, I, gosh, I love this. Uh, why hasn't my financial advisor ever told me about this? Most financial advisors don't know that an account like this exists. Bingo. Is yeah. it something new? No, they've been around for more than 100 years. Is this what Franklin Roosevelt used to be, yeah, get rich? Yes, yes. They actually, I think, yes. FDR <laughs> held a oh, large... God, I'm serious. Kidding. No. Ta- Presidents Taft, Cleveland, McKinley, Harding, and FDR, who in fact held a large portion of his estate inside his TFRA. Well, I only do what Teddy Roosevelt said, so now, I guess I'm on the outs. What What was the big investment investment in air quotes i wish we were doing a video of this one investment what was the big investment prior to the uh 60s 70s war bonds no insurance oh oh insurance Cash yes insurance value life yeah you insurance. right you, you the combination of an investment and an insurance policy basically yeah it's an insurance yeah. policy that pays you yeah. a little piddly amount of interest correct and you get a death benefit so you get a, a interest on your cash value and then if you die somebody gets a big lump sum payment that's life insurance that's yes. a tifra that's a tfra it's just somebody who's going to sell you insurance I dug and through this uh, website. I, I want to hear more about this. I dug deep into this website. I'm going to tell you, I learned all about their chief marketing officer. I know where he lived, I think. At least I know all the jobs he had in Orlando. Uh, I'll tell you more in a minute. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Once again, our phone number is 855-935-TALK. You can call us during the show on Saturdays or anytime and leave questions. Uh, We're talking about TIFRAs. (laughs) If you've never heard of a TIFRA, well, you're not alone because it's made up. It's a totally made up name a TFRA or a tax-free retirement account, otherwise known as a whole life insurance policy. Literally, whole life. Whole life, which has been around for a long, long time. 100 years? Yeah. Longer? Well, whole life policies are, you know, they're boring and dull, and they give you some life insurance, and then the money that's left over earns a little bit of interest in the form of a dividend, but it's not all that much. But here's what they claim. See, this is why this pitch is so enticing. They say a 401k, you got to eventually pay taxes. You don't have liquidity. You're limited to how much you can put in each year, etc. With a tax-free, t- tax-free TIFRA, they say. Yeah, because you get the money tax-free. I love this. You don't yeah. pay taxes on growth or principal ever. You earn 30 to 40 times more interest than a regular bank account. Well, that's not hard. That's not saying much in today's environment. Thirty to forty your, times. Okay. Your interest yeah, rate still, is yeah, guaranteed. Okay. Guaranteed. Yeah. By the insurance company. Your money is liquid. 
Well, you can borrow against it, but you take it out, you could lose the policy and pay taxes on any earnings, which they neglect to mention. Uh, so let's just address one of those. I'm actually, I'm not, let's not take my word for it. Let's use bankrate.com. They're an independent arbiter of these kinds of things. They say whole life policies, quote, may take as long as 10 years for the average annual rate of return on a cash value life insurance policy to turn positive, mainly due to the heavy first year commissions and related sales expenses. Just, I, I, I'm trying to go back to the pitch. The pitch is tax-free income, right? right. The idea here right. that you can take money out of this right. and pay for your retirement without paying tax. You won't even be net positive, they're saying, for about 10 years. Yeah. Wow. It's all a big lie. And what's interesting, this company, I was trying to figure out who the heck Aware Investors United are, were. And I looked in the source code. And it's a company out of Nashville called Juicebox LLC. <laughs> they're big in the insurance business. They're, I know. A, they're an insurance company lead provider. And they're that means people, nice people like you become what they call ups in the business. Yeah, their chief marketing officer is a guy who just Lord. 15 years ago was working at the Home Depot here in Orlando. That qualifies him. Then he went on to work uh, as a customer experience manager at Walt Disney World. And then he sold Apple computers for a while. Now he's hawking insurance. Isn't that an interesting thing? So, yes, uh, is, this a, is this a bad deal? Stay away. You're going to get a call from an insurance agent. Yes, sir. And before we go to the calls, I do want to – this is one very important point. Generally, we like simple Oh, I like simple. Yeah. I like simple when it comes to my life. I like simple when it comes to my money. You start getting into all these windy dindy. Uh, just it gets messy. And as you just pointed out, if you uh, if I have a problem with the policy, then that all comes back as income, which is hardly ideal. Well, yeah, you can borrow against it without paying taxes. Yeah. But if Correct. the policy ever lapses for lack of a payment, and remember, you have to keep paying for the policy, the premiums. A long time. If you have, if it ever lapses, all of that interest is in fact taxable. But they don't tell you that because the insurance industry is so lightly regulated. It the regulation of insurance sales is horrific in America. I would avoid any any investment oriented product that is sold by an insurance person or through an insurance company. Then I, any, I completely agree. How how about just a nice Roth IRA? There you go. Oh, hmm. because those are limited and they're illiquid. Well, not you can get the money anytime in a Roth. Question is what you can pay in tax. Yeah, okay, but you can get the money. All right, eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. And <laughs> let's let's gonna, end this tip and move on to something else. Yeah, that's a good one. That was a good Thank one. You. In the tip, yeah. Bob, yeah. you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, thank you. I listen to you often. My question: You're talking about tax-free investments. Uh, I'm seventy-two. The majority of what we have is in real estate, but we have stocks and mutual funds, no stocks. About a year and a half ago, I got nervous about stocks, moved about half of it into bonds. My question is, would I be better off to move it into a municipal bond fund to get rid of the taxes or just stay? They're Vanguard of Dodge and Cox uh, funds. Yeah, I mean, here's this is a great question. Most of the time... 
your tax rate probably needs to be 30% plus for municipal bonds to make sense for the following reason. Municipal bonds pay a smaller amount of interest generally than if you want and got a U.S. government bond or certainly a corporate bond because you're getting it tax-free. So there's a trade-off there, right? So again, most of the time you got to have a pretty decent amount of earned income for municipal bonds to make sense. Uh, and you kind of, you, you alluded to sort of a market timing move there. I don't know what part that plays in all of this. Well, it plays um, a part but- in my mind. You got to come up with a plan <laughs> yes. and stay with it. You can't let your emotions dictate what you do with your money, or you're going to continue to make mistakes like the one you made unintentionally, but your emotions led you to do something that really hurt your financial situation. Make sure your portfolio is built right from the get-go. And by the way, why do you have a Dodge and Cox bond fund? Uh, I've had a Dodge and Cox stock fund for years, and I stock fund. They did a good job. Okay, but he, yeah, because the the Dodge and Cox bond funds run like four forty five basis points. They're you know like a half a percent, half a percent. Yeah. Whereas the Vanguard funds are uh, one hundredths of a percent. And you just and look with, at the Vanguard and with bonds, the Vanguard Muni bond. Yeah, the Vanguard Muni bond ETF is six basis points but you better be Six. in a pretty high bracket if you're considering getting yep. it as tom said getting into, into tax-free bond funds all right thank you very much you're very welcome bob thanks for calling 855-935-TALK call we've got lines open for you 855-935-8255 actively managed products are always going to be more expensive and you know with a stock fund it may not be that big a deal in a roaring market, but with a bond fund, when yields, like, for example, on the Dodge & Cox Global Bond Fund, the yield is 2%, a half a percent per year is 25% of your income. I saw better when I saw the yield on American Funds Bond Fund in somebody's 401k the other day, where they're paying on the bond fund 1.4%, and the yield? What? 1.2%. What? Yeah, I forget which one On a one bond was, fund? But- on a bond fund, the the expense ratio was, was higher that, than was that, that bond thing, fund. The interest bond that's fund a, of America. I can't remember because I looked at a bunch of them in their portfolio. I bet it was bond fund of America, and I bet you it was C shares, which is the sneaky way brokers get out of telling you that they're charging you a commission. They they put you in C shares, and instead of charging you five and three quarter up front, they charge you one point three percent per year. Bet that's the one. Yeah, and 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 I, I'm going to argue with you. Well, no, I guess I, I'm going to agree with you because here's the thing: on, <laughs> make up your mind. Well, I had changed. I know I, I, I flip flop, but then I changed my mind. No, I mean the reality is on bond funds, especially with interest rates as low as they are, you should be incredibly careful with the expense ratios because you're making so little as it is that to, to give away much really makes no sense. Really does not. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. You can call us during the show on Saturdays or anytime at 855-935-TALK and leave your question. Either way, it works. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Uh, Really quickly, go check your portfolios. Check your statements. If you own 
a bond fund of America from American funds and uh, it's a C-share, you need to fire your broker immediately. I just looked it up. 1.32% per year for running a bond fund. And the yield is a little about the same amount, roughly. I mean, so it's just ridiculous. One and a half. No, yeah, the yield is almost the same as the expenses. Yeah, that makes no sense. Again, and this is why you need independent fiduciary fee-only advice, period, exclamation point. Really? I mean, there's no reason to have anybody else helping you. And if you want some even a little help along the way, if you're not looking to hire an advisor, but you just want help getting started, go set up an appointment with one of our advisors. They won't try to sell you anything. It's free. Just go to vestory.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?